This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Volkswagen profits shot down in the first quarter as expenses shot up and payments from its Chinese subsidiaries dropped by 20%. The top line numbers all look good though. The Volkswagen Group sold 2 million vehicles worldwide in the first three months of the year, up by more than 7%, and its revenue shot up 21% to 76 billion euros. But the bottom line numbers were well off where they were a year ago. VW's operating profit of 5.7 billion euros was down 31%, and its net profit of 4.7 billion was down 30%. That was mainly due to a 48% drop in profits at Audi and a 34% drop from financial services. Volkswagen is firing all but one of its top executives at its Cariad software division, which has been an absolute disaster. It's run into all kinds of development issues, which has caused new models to get delayed, and it's losing money too. In the first quarter, it lost 429 million euros. Reuters reports that VW will name Bentley's head of production, Peter Bosch, as Cariad's new leader. And no doubt some of you will question, why would you put a manufacturing guy in charge of software development? VW also owns Lamborghini, which reports its own earnings, and Lambo is having the time of its life. It sold 2,623 cars, an all-time record. Revenue hit 728 million euros, and it posted an operating profit of 260 million. Not only are those all-time records, but Lambo's operating profit margin hit almost 38%, which is a stunningly good number. And to top it all off, Lamborghini's production is completely sold out until the end of next year. EV sales are jumping in Germany. They shot up 34% in April, with German car buyers buying nearly 30,000 BEVs, which accounted for 14.7% of all new car sales. The market leaders were the Volkswagen brand, with over 5,000 EVs sold. Tesla was second, with around 2,400, Mercedes sold 2,320, Audi had 1,875, and BMW rounds out the top five with 1,823 EVs sold. Meanwhile, sales of PHEVs dropped 45% to fewer than 12,000 cars for all brands. It looks like General Motors will still build its fourth U.S. battery plant in New Carlisle, Indiana. GM was originally going to open the plant with LG Energy Solution, but that deal fell apart in January. So last month, GM announced it was going with Samsung SDI instead. GM had received tax incentives to open the plant, but the city council needs to amend the incentives since GM is changing partners. The $3 billion plant is expected to start producing batteries in 2026.
We follow the Chinese auto industry because it has such an impact on the industry as a whole. And it's absolutely amazing to see the pace at which new vehicles come out, especially electric ones. It's nearly every day that there's something new. For consumers, that's great. But how many more brands and models can the market support? Reuters reports that at least 20 new electric SUVs launched in China just in April. And that's on top of the 93 models already crowding the market. That growth has pushed electric SUV sales from about 3,000 in 2020 to 1.5 million last year. But here's the problem. The top 10 brands accounted for 84% of those sales. So everyone else is fighting for the scraps, which helps explain the EV price war in China. And buyers are going for electric SUVs as the price gap narrows with ICE vehicles. But it also means that profits are lower and some of the brands won't be able to survive, which probably does need to happen. And that's why we're now seeing them turn to exports. Some China experts believe that the government will subsidize exports to relieve the pressure. And that means they could end up taking their price war with them. And that's bad news for just about any other automaker that's in the EV segment. So it seems only fitting to follow up that story with another story about a new electric car coming out of China. Baozhen, which is part of the GM-SAIC Wuling joint venture, revealed that its small modern electric vehicle called the Yep will also be sold as a truck. But it's so short, it's more like a high-riding ute or insert your own favorite comparison here. As for powertrain, the YEP features a 50 kilowatt or 68 horsepower electric motor, so speed tops out at 100 kilometers an hour or 62 miles an hour. And it also has an LFP or lithium iron phosphate battery that provides up to 303 kilometers or 188 miles of range. No word on pricing for the truck, but the SUV is said to go on sale this June with a starting price around $14,500. Daimler is making updates to the electric version of its large bus called the Citero that first launched in 2018. And we think the big news here is that it gets improved battery cell chemistry, an optimized pack layout, and a new thermal management system. The NMC or nickel manganese cobalt cells have a new anode, cathode, and electrolyte. Depending on the setup, a pack in the Isidoro can be as big as 686 kilowatt hours. It says an articulated bus with this setup will average 220 kilometers or 136 miles of range. The non-articulated version, which has a 588 kilowatt hour battery, will provide 280 kilometers or about 175 miles of range on average. Charging rate of up to 150 kilowatts is capable out of a standard plug station, or 300 kilowatts is capable if it uses a pantograph or charging rail. BYD is expanding its business in Southeast Asia. The automaker was the top-selling EV brand in Thailand in April, with 1,744 vehicles sold which accounted for 45% of all the EVs sold in the country. And Reuters reports that BYD will open a factory in Vietnam to build electric vehicles, but it's not known how much it will invest. 
it also wants to form a local supply chain in the country. And speaking of Vietnam, mining of rare earth metals soared in the country with countries and companies wanting to reduce their reliance on China for the minerals. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, mining of rare earths increased from 400 metric tons in 2021 to 4,300 tons last year. That's pretty small compared to China, which produced 210,000 tons of rare earths in 2022. But Vietnam is estimated to have the second largest rare earth reserves in the world, so its production is expected to keep on increasing. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.